0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, May the 29th, also known as the 10-year anniversary Of the perfect game Roy Halladay threw one day in Miami against the Miami Marlins. We will dive into that and a lot of Halladay stuff coming up as uh, it's really a a day to remember Roy Halladay. Obviously because of the, the 10 years since the achievement and also tonight on ESPN, the E60 documentary. Uh, called him perfect about Halliday and his struggles and, you know, with addiction and and a number of things that obviously have been talked about a lot and, and his wife, Brandi Halliday, uh, in the documentary and, and a part of that. And, um, you know, obviously such strength and, and fortitude from Brandi Halliday in this situation to, uh, you know, have the toughness to – be willing to share the the darker side of her husband's story um, along with the positives, obviously the, the, the amazing baseball achievements that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, but for her to have the toughness and the strength to be willing to share his story. So maybe that hopefully it could help somebody else, you know, that it could do something for someone else who's, struggling with similar issues and the, you know, things that Roy dealt with. And um, I'm just really impressed with with the toughness and strength that she's able to show um, in regards to her husband's memory and all that. So uh, coming up in in a few minutes, we're going to dive into the holiday thing. Um, As we head into the weekend and uh, a a day to remember Roy, um, you know, you don't need to hear more of my thoughts on where we're at uh, from a MLB owner player negotiations dispute whatever you want to call it right now the Situation is, you know if you want to you know go back and listen to the shows from the last past few days as uh, it has been obviously a um, the sole topic of conversation is uh, you know the, the proposal of the players came this week and their massive disappointment with the proposal and, and you know you know where I stand on the players side definitively uh, heavily, um, but also uh, I just want to see this end and see cool prevail. prevailing that the Bob Nightingale article we talked about yesterday where he feels obviously incredibly confident with many strong quotes in that article saying there will be baseball, it's going to happen, all that stuff, and uh, you know, I'm going to hope that Bob's right. I've been optimistic this entire time. I have felt like um, in the end, there's too much to lose for baseball um to not have a season on for everybody for the owners for the players for everybody um and i know it's been as we we talked about you know very antagonistic and acrimonious and not not a positive uh, back and forth so far and obviously as we've talked about they have really uh come off looking like all fools in front of america and america that is the last thing that it needs right now is to see millionaires and billionaires fighting about money. You know, <laughs> it's just the lot literally the last thing. It would be like the last thing on the list of things we need right now. You know, um, so I, you know we don't need to get more into to where I stand on that um, and all that. I just did want to mention something that that happened yesterday that that uh, Jeff Passons we have just as a Um, We talked uh, about the Oakland A's uh, on the last show about um, the Oakland A's uh, having decided to get rid of all their minor league players, uh, not pay them for the rest of the year. It was $400 a week per guy um, for the rest of of the year. There's going to be no minor leagues baseball, obviously, this year, but um, those players, they decided not to pay them. Uh, For the rest of the year, Uh, again, we talked about the fact that the owner is worth $2 billion, over $2 billion, but uh, it would only cost a million dollars to cover those players for the rest of the season, but uh, they elected not to do that. Uh, And then passing later uh, in the day yesterday, um, tweets out the following. Across baseball, hundreds of minor league players were cut today and lost their jobs. Sources tell ESPN, hundreds more will be released over the next week. In the end, upward of a thousand, upward of a thousand players could see their baseball careers end. The minor leagues have simply been devastated. Next tweet: In normal years, cuts happen, but not on mass like this. The fallout from coronavirus expected, minor league contraction and the anticipated. Cancellation of the 2020 minor league season prompted organizations to release dozens of players who would be paying $400 a week. Um, I felt remiss not to just mention this before we talk about how and, and, you know, I know we don't need to dive too much into, you know, more stuff about how baseball is the worst right now, but, but this is just such a, a bummer. Um, $400 a week per player is not, a lot you know that is not a a obscene amount of money to pay a minor league player especially when ultimately the people paying them and i know these these owners are taking losses you know and all that but uh owners again in this case the oakland is worth two billion dollars and it costs a million dollars to pay for your minor leaguers for the year i mean you know it just it doesn't feel right uh, you know four dollars a week is already you know not a lot uh of money for for um someone in that situation to begin with like it's not like this is like a massive amount of money look it's it's more than a a lot of people have right now are getting unemployed and all that stuff but it's not a a massive amount of money and um it's just really disappointing to see this happen i think it's it's really bad for the the long-term health of baseball uh obviously i think the minor leagues getting decimated and that's the the phrasing that's used you know that's um bad it's bad for for baseball's future and again i'm not saying it's a death now or anything you know i'm optimistic they're going to play this year and that i'm always an optimist when it comes to baseball it's my favorite sport for a reason i love it and i i you know hope and pray that it will will thrive in the future um but this is a big blow like passing said and you hope that you know those players you'll be able to restock and and you know obviously they're still the top prospects or in a contract and guys like that who um you know, aren't aren't going, or the people will be on the fifty-man roster, and there'll still be people. But this is uh this is really disappointing. Like, org guys are are important in the minors. Guys who spend their minor Le- career minor leaguers too are, are valuable to organizations. Like clubhouse guys, guys who can, um, you know, really be good enough to play at a certain level, but not in the majors. Can you know? Get, to get guys ready for the majors and to, to in many ways you know you've seen bull Durham i mean there's a part of that too you know that idea is not is not untrue um in some cases um as well so I, it's just a uh, it's a bummer and i uh, i my I, I feel terrible for those players who have lost their jobs you know it adds to the obviously millions in America who are, are going through that right now and uh it's just a bummer because again it's just At a time where baseball is really sitting in front of America with a a black eye, a black stain, you know, just a, a real nobody is happy with baseball right now. Nobody. The NBA, NHL going about their business quietly with no disputes and they're figuring it out. And they might not have it all figured out yet, but... They're not making promises. They're not fighting in public over money. They're like, "We'll figure it out. We're, we're going to do this. They're just give us some time. We'll figure it out." The NFL is plowed ahead with their off season and the highest watched draft of all time. All this stuff, and then you know, baseball sitting here looking like a joke, a clown show. You know, in in this situation um, where you know, again, all the eyes of America are watching. Is there no sports? It's it's just a it's a really it's a bummer. So let's hope that Bob Nightingale is right and the ship can be righted and something can be done to uh, to fix this. But uh, for now, why don't we talk about about something that um you know is, is better the, the memory of, of Roy Halliday. significantly better, way better. Um, and uh, you know, obviously we've we lost Roy Farge Young and, and now we're Learning, you know, all that he was going through in his life and um, and all that type of stuff. And, and it makes it all uh, that much more tougher to, to deal with and all that. But um, he was among the greatest Philadelphia Phillies I've ever seen in my life. And obviously not in terms of, of longevity. He was only here four years and really three years. And really two of them were, were peak, peak, peak reality and, you know, the other two one was not in the third one or the fourth one, you know, he just, he just didn't, wasn't able to make it through. Um, but um, for those two years, uh, again, on the short, short, short list of best Philadelphia Phillies pitchers I've ever seen and his 2010 season might be the best season I've ever seen a Philadelphia Phillies pitcher have. Uh, I think it probably is. Yeah. I mean, obviously the, the run Cole had in, in 08 and the playoffs Schilling had some monster seasons back in the day, but You know, that that 2010 season for Halliday with the 21 and 10 and the, you know, uh, 219 strikeouts to 30 walks um, wins the Cy Young. He was second in the Cy Young the year later in 2011 and obviously in 2010 also um, becoming one of a a short list of pitchers who have thrown two no hitters in the same season and doing one obviously in his first play at off. So we'll dive into all that. but um, just uh, really an, an amazing, amazing pitcher. And, and also off the field, an amazing um, – someone who's so dedicated to his craft and to getting better. I mean, he has become – you know, the the stories of him and his workouts and, you know, his, his again, attempt at perfection, which as we, we know, that can be a double-edged sword, um, as we'll see with this documentary, but, but attempts for perfection and um, – were legendary i mean he was a a monster competitor and someone who thrived to get better Um someone who felt obligated to be great um and to to do it for his teammates and to do it for the organization um i had ruben amaro on the house podcast with jack fritz and i and uh and he talked about a story i like roy would would text him after he you know, had a bad start. It wasn't even a bad start. He was like a, you know, a non, non-Roy Halliday vintage start, and he would, he would apologize, and um, it was wild. You know, it's, it, it's something where, you know, Halliday was really committed in a way that, that most players and people aren't, and um, really it, it came through. You know, again, when he, when the Phillies traded for for Halliday and sadly traded Cliff Lee immediately at the same time, we, we were hoping that we didn't get that till you know, uh, the year later, when Cliff would come back. Um, and who knows? They might have won the World Series in 2010 if they had had Cliff Lee. Uh, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, but um, it is something where um, that season was, was, regardless of the Cliff Lee thing, getting Halliday, getting the guy who we knew, um, you know, from the Blue Jays was one of the best pitchers in baseball and probably the best pitcher in baseball. You know, if you had to pick. Um, you know, Pedro's heyday was a little bit before. Obviously, Pedro was kind of uh, uh, down by then. Um, you know, Cliff Lee was one of the great pitchers in baseball. CeCe, you know, but um, Kershaw, obviously. But, like, Verlander was, was you um, know, still going strong. But Halliday um, was the best pitcher in baseball at the time. And the Phillies got him. And he came here, and in that first season, just – So completely delivered on every level. Uh, Again, 10 years ago today, a perfect game in Florida against the Marlins. A Ronnie Paulino grounder, Juan Castro, an amazing play, a really nice play to end it. Um, There have only been 23 perfect games in Major League history. I mean, some and fairly would argue twenty four. Uh, uh, you know, Armando Galarraga did throw a perfect game. If it wasn't for um, the obviously incredible blown call, um, he would have had a perfect game. But um, regardless, you know, uh, this is this is a rare thing. A a, a very rare thing. Perfect games are. Are special obviously i mean 23 and this are baseball i mean think about that we always talk about uh you know how many you know people have hit 500 home runs a lot more than 23 you're not a lot more but definitely more than 23 i mean there are the, those peak numbers in baseball that are so important like um or or the things like how many 60 homer seasons have we had or how many this that or whatever i mean 23 perfect games ever is a really low number, you know, it's, it, you would have expected more, to be honest, over the history of the game, um, 23 is really impressive, and Holiday with one of them, in a Phillies uniform, and, um, I remember watching the last few innings, and it was just, it was exhilarating, it was, we couldn't believe this was, this guy was ours, that Holiday was ours, and then, for him, later that season, and I think I would most would probably even more impressive than a perfect game, even though it wasn't one. In his first playoff start, which was all he cared about, was getting to the playoffs and getting the opportunity to pitch in the playoffs against a very good Reds lineup, was able to rise to the occasion, the level where he threw only the second playoff no-hitter in the history of baseball, and only left one base runner, Jay Bruce, the only one who gets on base in that game, got a walk, and, and it, you know, Questionable call on a called uh, called ball instead of a strike there, too. I mean, I, uh, Jay Bruce, uh, I mean, uh, Roy Holiday, it, it literally in his first chance to pitch in the playoffs after waiting his whole career, a, a, a Cy Young winning, you know, pitcher started the All Star game for the Blue Jays. Like, again, the best pitcher in baseball coming over in a lot of people's estimation at the time. Um, and in hindsight, uh, to come over and finally get a spot, uh, a chance to start in the in the playoffs and to be able to live up to who you are to such a level. And I it's a funny thing because, you know, you usually catch the last inning or last couple of innings of a no hitter or whatever, because you get an alert or you get a tax. And, and again, in Phillies, it's not like they've had that many Millwood and Mulholland and. Um, you know uh, Hamels, the the combined one, and and I've watched parts of those. Like I remember, I watched the last three innings, of the Hamels one, because uh, I found out he was running an no hitter or last two innings or whatever it was. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, you find out, and you and and a lot of times maybe you're lucky, you know, maybe it's one of those nights where you're in front of the TV and you're just watching. For me, that hadn't happened until it's a playoff game. I'm watching every playoff game, start to finish, not missing any, and all that, and I sit down and I watch every single pitch of a playoff no-hitter from Roy Halladay where he was just lights out. Like, it was one of those things where you could tell in the first inning, the first two innings, you're like, oh, oh, Roy brought it today. Like, big time brought it. Like, his stuff was as sharp as I've ever seen it. It's probably the best... Probably, I'm sure it's the best start to finish game I've ever watched pitch in my lifetime, especially considering the stakes, you know, maybe some incredible world series performances that I'm not thinking about. I'm sure maybe a Josh Beckett outing back in the day or something, but it's hard for me to think of a game, uh, you know, Pedro, um, maybe in a couple spots. Um, but it's hard to think of a game where I remember watching from the first pitch to the last, not missing a single one, and being so utterly blown away by the pitcher as I was in that game in the moment with Royalty. And again, look—it's one of two playoff no hitters in the history of baseball ever, ever. We were just talking about 23 perfect games, impressive. Only two playoff no hitters, and granted, the other one was a perfect game. But and again, only one walk. Like it wasn't like one of those no hitters where it's like six walks and an error. Like he, no, one walk. There was one walk. All right. Like he was. Nearly perfect, nearly perfect, and it, it his stuff was perfect. I mean, his stuff was perfect. No one was hitting him that day, no one. And again, the Royals, were, the Reds were a good lineup, and it just wasn't happening. Like, there was no way it was happening. Um, really, it's just one of my fondest memories, certainly my fondest, I think, out of the holiday era as a pitcher here. Um, and, you know, one of my fondest Phillies memories, uh, you know, is obviously looking at we've not gotten many big, 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 big wins um, in, in my lifetime. Obviously, 08 and, uh, you know, 93 was fun. And then the run, the 07 to 11 in general. And uh, and obviously that a part of it with that, that win and um, that moment um, really. Uh, again, I, I'm getting chills just thinking about, being there, sitting there where I was watching it and, and what it felt like to watch that type of utter dominance, that type of best to ever do it. So one of the best to ever do it, doing it at the top of his level in the biggest of moments. Those those are you know, that's why you watch sports, You watch sports for that type of stuff, for the greats in the big moments to do great things. You know, I think, like, at the crux of it, that's one of the one of the biggest reasons we watch sports. Not the only reason, of course, but one of the big reasons you watch sports is you want to see the best of the best do the best in the biggest moments. And that was a, a really picture-perfect example of that, and, and I'll never forget it. And I'll never forget the out air here again. I think for those two years, um, arguably the best pitching I've ever seen from a Philadelphia Phillies pitcher in my lifetime. Um, and... Uh, was just a joy. I mean, it's just a joy to have that guy here. And again, I know how it's ended is is uh, tragic. I mean, that's no no other word. I mean, that's the only word that you can use that appropriately displays what's happened here. Um, but um, I still I feel lucky that we got to have him here, even though it hurts more. Um, and look, it would hurt anyone. It's a tragedy, but um, you know, it hurts us more here. It hurts, I'm sure, people in Toronto. I'm sure it really that was a really tough day for them, a tough time. And and because we knew Roy and we got to see him, and he means something to us. And and um, but I still, I, I'm I'm so happy we had the opportunity. Um, when I think about him, I think about how happy I am that we had the opportunity to have him here. And and again, both on and off the field, the the, the what he did off the field is the. Leader and and good person and and was funny and you know weird and a good way and you know with you know after his crew kind of do funny stuff the social media where he's at Disney World and the guy in the holiday jersey is like you know do you think he knows or whatever it was it was really funny like he had a good sense of humor it seemed and he just seemed like a really wonderful guy and um, and obviously now you know we find out that he was he was fighting a lot of his own demons and. Um, he made mistakes and he's human that we're all human that's the thing I always I feel like it, one of the the things that we forget to do the most when talking about sports when criticizing athletes or even when when trying to explain something poor performance or whatever we we fail too often to to account for the fact that you know and obviously that athletes are humans too and that, that they can have human things going on and that that can be a factor in, in you know, why a performance changes or why this or that, they're going through something. And that, that happens, we're all people. And, uh, and I think that's obviously evident with Roy and, and it's such a, um, again, just a tragedy, but um, again, have to be, you, know, you just have to be so impressed with how Brandy Halliday is handling it, um, what she's trying to do with the platform to help other people. And, um, you know, my heart goes out to her, her kids, their whole family for the loss. Um, and, again, just I, I hope she knows that all of Philadelphia is is just grateful we got to know the guy in a small way that we got to spend every fifth night with him and uh, got to watch the brilliance that that man was able to, to – exude on the mound and uh it is um it was it was a pleasure it was a pleasure to have Royale here and to watch him pitch and uh you know i'll never forget it and uh you know again my heart goes out to his family and um you know obviously it's a shame and will mourn his lo- loss for for a long long time um but again one of the greats and certainly one of the greatest Phillies of all time even for the short time he was here um all right uh it's been fun to reminisce about Roy and obviously it'll be tough to watch the doc tonight, but I think it'll be good um to to see the story and, and support Brandy and the family and all that anyway, that all of us can. Uh, <clears throat> um so uh, stay safe, stay healthy, everyone, and uh you know, hopefully next week we'll come back, we'll have some better news. We'll have some um baseball's gonna happen and everyone's gonna stop arguing about money type of news. Fingers crossed. Maybe not going to be that, but if nothing else, some some positive news either way. We'll, of course, be here to talk about it. So uh, until then, again, have a happy, safe, and healthy weekend. And until Monday, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.